0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com. Uh, Ruchem and welcome everyone to a special evening, special Rabbi Meir event, the Yoma Dihilula of the Great Tana, the Tana Alaiki, Rabbi Meir Balhanes. And tonight's event is uh, designated to, for the greatness and the praise of the Holy Tana of Meir Balhanes and as a promotion for the Sefer. Halakha de Meir Anini, which came out in the beginning of the year, but we're bringing it to the attention of the public again now, as this coming Sunday night is the day that is recognized as the Yoima de Hulula of Rameir Balhanas. <clears throat> I want to thank the hosts of tonight's event, Chazak. I want to thank my dear friend, Ravilan Meirov, Rav Yaniv Meirov, and I want to thank Rabrabi Eba for um, orchestrating. Tonight's event, I um, want to bring to the attention of the Tzibor the important and vital work that Chazak does, especially in registering children in public schools, and it's literally Hatsalsnafashais. Tonight's event, as uh, all of our events, are sponsored by Chickens for Shabbos, which is a, a unique moisad dedicated for feeding uh, um, the most important and the most needy in Klal Yisrael, they dedicate themselves to helping out Malamdin, the Rabbeim and Yeshivas, that we all know without Rabbeim, we would not have any future in Klal Yisrael. And I've come to learn really firsthand, watching the, the chesed that uh, Chickens for Shabbos does in such a darach kavod, helping Rabbeim, helping Melamdim, infusing simcha into their families helping the families of Agunais, Grushais, whatever you could do to support this worthy organization, please go to the Yad Eliezer website, go to the icon that says, um, Malamdim, Agunas and Grushais, and you'll be able to be Koine Nitzchias, you'll be able to acquire eternity for your support of Chickens for Shabbos. So tonight, we are designating Lakovid HaItano Eloiki, Rav Meir Balhanes, which we mentioned many Yidin have observed the 18th day of uh, the four, excuse, the 14th day of er as the yard site of the great tana Rameer balhanes which is coming up this sunday night now what do we mean that many have observed the uh, 14th of er as the yard side of rameir Balhanes? is it his yard site or is it not his yard site and we've said in the past that many consider the real date of the Yom, Yom Petira of Rameir as Rosh Chodesh Teva on Chanukah. However, I would like to um, discuss the historical um, progression and development of considering this date, the yard side of Rameir, and how it all happened. The Benesh Chai wrote a sefer called Hilula Raba. In it, and I have the sefer Hilula Raba, in it the Benesh Chai collects all the praise of uh, to be able to say at the yard site of um, but similar to that sefer there's another sefer called Meir Bas Ayin and the Meir Bas Ayin was originally written anonymously and it was discovered that in fact it was written by the Ben Chai, as we're going to see now in the introduction to the edition of uh, Meir Basayin that was published in 1928, Tafresh Pechas, there it's brought that the 14th day of Iyar is the day designated as the yardside of Rav Meir Balhanes. Now the author of this book, as we mentioned, was the Ish Chai, and in the original edition and in the entire writing of the Ish Chai, nowhere is it mentioned that the 14th day of Iyar is the yardside of the Ish Chai. And the Stechemed writes, and the Stechemed could be found in Chilik Dalid of Asivaz Dinim, Amarechas Artesol Oisvav, that he's recently discovered that many Jews have a custom of going to the Kever of Bal Balhanes on the 14th of ER, similar to what they do when they go to the Kever of the Rajbi. And I try to investigate, says the Stechemet, what is the reason for it? Why do they do this? And the reason is that Many Jews come up to celebrate Yom Tov Pesach in the Holy Land and they stay there till Shavuos and they're Mishtatech and Kiret Tzadikim and they come to the kever of the Rajbi. And once they're there in the area on the kever of the Rajbi, so they also go to the kever of Rameer Balhanas. And it was from the divine hand of God that one particular year they were Mechanich, they inaugurated a Besamedrish a new on Pesach Sheni. And they, went, they did this by the Kever of Rameir Balanes. And they had such a good time, they said, you know, next year let's come back here again on this day on Pesach Sheni. And that day was established as a, a day Le'Kovid, the R- Rameir. Now, this was not in any way associated with Rameir's yard site being that day, only because they inaugurated a Beis HaMedrash on that particular day. And anyway, they were in the area on Lag ba in Mehron for the yard site of the Rajvi. So this day became accepted as a day of Simcha and Kavod for the great Tana Rameir Bal And uh, the, the Stei Chemed basically says that even though this we have no evidence that this is his yard site but you know let let them be li Yisrael. and we would like to investigate well if there is no evidence that this is his yard site then why did hashgacha have it that Rameir should be appreciated and praised specifically on this great day of pesach sheni now we mentioned in the past and this is brought in our humble Sefer which by the way if anybody would like to get it covered the yard site it's available in the Svarim stores distributed by Levitz it's also available on our website RabbiDG.com you could order it now with free shipping but we bring that even though it is a minute kaiso to give tzedakah but particularly and to pray for uh, to be saved from all tsara, but there's a specific need that R' is is associated with, and that is if somebody lost a, an object. In fact, R' Yoha Koin of Izmir in the Bal Shevet, the Bal Shevet Mosor, he writes in the Medrash Talpios that he has a tradition that somebody who lost something, if uh, one vows to give shemen lekavod Rav Meir Bahanes, he will find his lost object. So that's something that's certainly worthy of our attention. What is the connection between Meir and finding a lost object? Uh, okay, you lost your toothbrush, you lost your socks, very good, but what has Meir got to do with this? Why do we pray and give tzedakah, li'ilay nishmas, Rameer balanes, as somehow this is associated with finding a lost object? Now, we've said uh, many times, and this is really what our Sefer is based on, the famous Gemara in Kedushan, Aflam, Vav that quotes the Machlekes, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rameer. The Pasek says, Banim atem You are the children of Hashem, and Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion that when you act like Hashem's children, then in fact you are Hashem's children. But if you don't act that way, then you are Hashem's avodim. In other words, you are only considered the children of Hashem if you act like you're the children of Hashem. And Rameer says no. Rameer utters the, the famous expression, nekroim, Banim Lamakim. And Ramer proceeds to quote four Psukim that support his viewpoint the Pasuk of Banim Sakhalim Hema, Banim Loy Amon Bam, Banim Mashchisim, and Bahai Bemakamasha Yoimar Lohem Lai Amiatem Yoimar Lohem Bene Kelchai. And the Gemara asks, why do we need so many Psukim? Says the Gemara, you would think that only when we're foolish, we're considered as children, but not if we don't have emunah. Even when we don't have emuna, we are considered Hashem's children. And you would think, even when we're corrupt, we're considered Hashem's children. Therefore, uh, even we w- one would think that if we're corrupt, then we're not considered Hashem's children. So the Pesach says, even when we're corrupt, we're considered Hashem's children. And even... When we have no faith and we're corrupt, we're considered good children, b'nei kelchai. And we explain that even though in general we don't pasken like Rameer, in this instance we pasken like him because he has so many supports from the psukim. This is the conclusion of the Rajba in his chuvais in a number of places. Now, the Zoyar teaches us a principle. Desire in teaches us the principle Alma Tata ke gavna da'ma'ilah. This lower world is a reflection of the upper world. In other words, what happens down here in this physical world is just a concretization and materialization of what happens up there in the Shamayim. So if in the viewpoint of Rameer, a Jew is really never lost because we're always the children of Hashem, and no matter how far we slide, and no matter how rochaik we may seem from the Yibbani Shem. And it doesn't matter what kind of averos a person may have done. They could be sechalim, foolish, lo without emuna, mashchisim, corrupt. Nevertheless, we are considered b'nei kelchai, we are the wonderful children of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So then in the physical world as well, you think your toothbrush is lost? You think your car keys are lost? Nothing is lost because if in the spiritual realm no soul, no Jew is ever lost, then in the physical realm which is a reflection of the spiritual realm, no Jew is lo- no item is lost either. And that is the connection between Rav Meir and lost objects because in the world of Rav Meir, if nothing is lost spiritually, then nothing is lost physically and in the merit of Rav Meir we could find any lost object. In fact, we would like to suggest that the medrash says that in the Torah of Rav Meir, the pasuk says, Bayas el So in Arsufrei Torah, kassnayz ar is spelled with an ayin, garments of leather, but in Rav Meir's Torah, it was it was written with an aleph, Kosnois ar with an aleph. And the Arizal explains that Rav Meir was so to speak on the level of Adam Arisha and Kaidem Lachait, where his Th- where his garment and his cloak was literally the illumination of his body. And in this context, we would like to explain, the Ramayur was on the Madriga that no, no level and no achievement in spirituality was ever lost. Yes, al was once on the le- level of Kasma with an Aleph, and he lost it. No, even that is not lost. In the Torah of Ramayur, meaning in the ma- world view in the eye of his mind, it was still customized with an Aleph. Even that great lofty Madrega was not lost. Meaning in the world of Rameer, no Jew is lost. In the world of Rameer, no item is lost. No Madrega is lost. And we explain based on this, the de Shemaya, that this is the soul bond between Rameer and Yud Dalet Iyar Pesach Sheni. Because there were Jews who were Tamei, and they cannot partake of the Pesach Rishon, and they came crying to Moshe, Loma Gora, why should we be? Why should we we be left out? What do you mean? Why should they be left out? If someone doesn't shake the Lulavan on they're down for the count. There's nothing they could do, nothing to make it up. If you don't light Neros on Hanukkah, you can't light Neros again. Why are they being given another shot? To bring the carbon Pasach. Well, Yudalat Iyar, the yard site, or the day associated with Rameyar, is the day that is associated with the concept that there's always a second chance. No soul is lost, every soul has another opportunity, no item is lost. And on this day, Yudalat Iyar, the day reserved for the honor and praise of Rameyar, every Jew could cry out Lama Nigara why don't I have another opportunity why don't I have another shot why can't I also try again in Rav Meir there's always a second opportunity there's always a second chance hence the close bond between Rav Meir and Pesach Sheni so Pesach Sheni is the day designated, associated focused on the greatness the godless of Rav Meir by the way this was all found in Parak Lamed Aleph of our humble Sefer de Anini, which again is available in local Sfarim stores, and you could order it on RabbiDG.com with free delivery. Also, um, as I mentioned before, I thank so much, uh, Chickens for Shabbos, which is hosting tonight's event, and I uh, I would like to guide you to and direct your attention to the Yad Eliezer website, where you could contribute toward this worthy organization. As we know, Rav Meir is the one who allows us to give tzedakah. Because in in the world of Rav Yehuda, we can only give tzedakah as the Gemara says in Baba Basra, that Tornus Rufus says to Rabbi Akiva that if you are the servants of God and God has decreed that that somebody shouldn't have money, if somebody gives them tzedakah they're violating the command and the gezerah and the decree of the Lord. And Rabbi Kiva's response is, no, we're the children of Hashem. So tzedakah is only possible because we are all considered the children of HaKadosh Barucho. I would like to direct your attention now to Perik Lamed in the Sefer, El Pesach Sheini, Yoima Dihilula Dram Meir. And I'd like to show you, we have the title page of two editions of the Sefer, Meir Bas Ayin. Now, the first edition of Meir Basayin was published in 1868 and on the title page it says this is a collection of various teachings of the Tanar of Meir in a number of Mishnays and in the Gemara so that those who want to make, uh, do Nachasurach for that Sadiq and that his lips should be Dovivois um, bekever, then he could learn from that Sefer. So this is a special sefer designated to be of all the Mamare Chazal from Rav Meir in Shas, Medrash that if you go to the Kevra Meir you could learn from the sefer. Nowhere in this sefer does it say anything about going to the Kever Meir on a yard site or going to his Kever on Pesach Sheni. Now, this sefer was written anonymously, but Rabbi Yaakov Hillel writes that uh, in his Sefer Ben Ishchai, Taldoys of Umara, of Umarashasa Ledoyrois, that this in fact is the Sefer of the Ben Ishchai. And he writes that even though originally Rabbin Sion Chazan of the Sasson family wrote that the Sefer Meir Bas Ayin was not associated with the Ben Ishchai, he later retracted and said he is borrower, he is sure that the author of the Sefer was none other than Chacham Yosef Chayim. So this Sefer was written and is founded, al Haray Koidesh, in the pre-Amelos and Tircha of the great sage, Reb Yosef Chaim of Baghdad. Now, this sefer was published, as we mentioned many times, in the year 1868, but it was also published in 1928, and the Chachmei Tveria write in the Hakdama that this is a Likud of halachos and statements of the great Tanner of Meir Balhanes, that the minug in all of Klal Yisrael is to consider the Yom Hilula, the fourteenth day of Iyar. So amazingly, between 1868 and 1928, it must have developed the custom to go to the kever of Rameir Balhanes. As in 1868, nothing of the sort was mentioned of anyone going to the kever of Rameer Balhanes on Yodalid Iyar. But this was certainly recorded in the title page and the hakdama of the edition that came out in the year 1928. Now in the journal, Ar Torah Tavshin Memtes, he brings down a record of how this midhog developed to go to the Kevra on Pesach Sheni, and he says that originally there was no tradition at all that this was the Yarset of Rameir, but they juxtaposed it to the Yarset of the Rajbi. And he brings that in 1874... On the 14th of Iyar, the Chachmei Tveriyah for the very first time created this minhag to go to the kever of Rameir on his yard site. And basically, it was around the time that people were there for the yard site of the Rashbi. And they picked this date for two reasons. Number one, that Yud, Dalit, Iyar will never come out on Shabbos. So it's a very secure date. You don't have to worry that anyone will miss it or that it will bring to Chilo Shabbos. This is a date that can never come on Shabbos. And number two, nobody has to worry that by making this uh, Yoim Simcha, people wouldn't say Tachnon, because anyway, there's no Tachnon on Yud Dalid Nisan. Now, in the Sefer Chibas Yushalayim, page Kuflam et Ches to Kof, Lama, Tes, there he brings that in the Tamei HaMenhogim, uh he brings from Rav Margolius, that this is a new minhag, it was invented, it has no basis in reality. In fact, the slonim Mareba, wanted to be mevatalit, and he c- called out that so this is invented, and people should not observe yom Hilula on yud dalid er. But as we mentioned before, the Stehemed says that even though there is no evidence that the fourteenth day of er is associated in any sense with the yardset Arameer, nevertheless. They were Mekayim, the minhag, to go on this day. And he explains how this minhag developed, where Jews anyway were coming to Eretz Israel between Pesach and Shavuos. And they were going up to the north on Lag BaOmer, oimer And on their way, they went up to the Kever of Rameir. And on one particular year, they were Mekhanich, the new Besa on Yedalit Iyar and they had such a good time, and it was so enjoyable, and they felt such simcha and kedusha, they said, next year in Teveria, next year let's do the same. In other words, there's no indication it had anything to do with the Yard Setter of Meir, there's no evidence historically this was the Yard Setter of Meir, but it happened to be the Hashkoch al Yoyna, that there was a Chanukas HaBes HaMedrash on that day, and they wanted to keep up the Minog and continue the Minog. Now in the expanded version of the Sefer, Meir Bas Ayin, he brings another reason for the kvios of the Yard Center of Rameir on that day, and that is an economic reason, a financial reason. And so many people came to Teveria on... So many people came to Meiron on Lak Ba'oymer, and many people sank money into the economy in Meiron for the fire, for the various begadim that were burnt, and it was a boost for the economy of Meiron. So the Chachamim said, there's so many Bnei Toira and Loimdei Toira and Tveria who could also stand to benefit from a boost in the economy. Why don't you visit Rameir a few days before and be Masameach there and um, help the economy and help the Tamir Chachamim. So in other words, this was an economic reason, but not just for finances, but to really help the Bnei Torah and Bnei Yeshiva learning in Tveria. Another basis for the um, custom of visiting Rameir on Yadal at is brought in a nigon, a piot, in the Sefer Yogel Yaakov. Now, originally I saw the Sefer Yogel Yaakov on Oitra HaChachma. Recently I bought um, a new Sefer. Yogel Yaakov, which is a collection of all the Zmirois and Piyutim of Rab Yaakov Abi and his descendants, Rab Masud Abu Hatserah and the Baba Sali, Rab Meir Abi Hatserah, Rab Yisrael Abi And in one of the Piyutim from Rab Masud Abu Hatserah, by the way, I highly recommend we had a Rameir event on Chodesh Teves, which was Hanukkah, which many say is the real Yard Set of Rameir. And my good, you did. Now, Yidid Nefesh, Rav Moshe Morgenstern composed a new nigun for that um piyut written by Rav Masud Abi Chatsira, and um, the, that nigun goes: Ah, Shir Afaer Leor Hamayer, Rabbi Meir Balanes, Balanes, Rabbi Meir Nihay Raynikra, Bilshoyin Gemahara, Meir Batayra, Balanes, Rabbi Meir. So that. Nigon, um, we brought out on Rosh Chodesh Teves, courtesy of my good friend Rav Moshe Morgenstern. I highly recommend you go back to Torah anytime and you listen to that event. But there is actually another piot written by Rav Masur Abu Hatsaira, and it's called Aroimimcha um, Oide Shimcha. And in it, he says as follows that Melech Tomim Hu Hatana. Rebbe Mayer Balhanes, Pesach Sheni Hilula leMoifes Vaneis, that Pesach Sheni was enacted as his Yom Adi Hilula, which certainly implies it's not actually his Yom Adi Hilula, It was just enacted that way. It was established that way. Now you don't need to establish a Yom Adi Hilula the simple reading of those words, Niskanah, um, was that they attributed it to that day because of the Maisa Shahaya, and in fact, in the Perush on this piot, um, he brings that it happened to be, and he has a little bit of a different account because he says it happened in the year 1867, not 1874, seven year difference than what we said before, and uh, because of that simcha, they were mesakin that Pesach Sheni should be the of the Hilula of Rameer. But he brings in a note that Rav Meir, Chatsera, said, that even though we don't know exactly when Rameer passed away, and we have no evidence to it, but since Klal Yisrael, noyeg to gather together and to celebrate Yom the Hilula of Rameir on Pesach Sheni, so he says that Gam Mishamayim, their maskum, that this should be considered his yard site, in a, a, similar to what? Kimu lamala, Masha Kimu lamata. Even though we don't know for sure it's his yard site, but this is the custom of the Jewish people, and it was ratified in the heaven, says Reb Meir, Abichatzerah. Now, Reb Rufal Ochana from the Chachmei Tavaria wrote a sefer, Toivas Mare, and he gives another reason why Pesach Sheni is associated with with Rav Meir, and a Yoyim Hilula, and a Yoyim Tefillah, he says something amazing, a historic observation. He says, if you look in Divrei Hayomim Aleph, Paraglamid, Pasak Aleph, Thru it says that was sent to all of Klal Yisrael, and he sent letters to come to Hashem Yushalayim to make a Pesach Sheni. And Klal Yisrael prayed, and they davened, and they were answered, and Hashem was merape them. And their tefillos were Neskabel. So says, Rabbi Falachona, from here we see that Pesach Sheni is a day from time immemorial designated for Tfila, especially in the Indian of Refua, especially for one's prayer to be answered for healing. And therefore this day is associated from time immemorial as a day to have our tefillos answered, especially in the Indian of Refua. So let's try to take advantage of this Zman Mesugal of the Sinyana de Yoma, that Pesach Sheni, already from the times of the Nevi'im, was set aside and Masugal to have one's Tfilos answered, especially in the area of Rufua. As we mentioned in Parak of our Sefer, that the Minog is that if somebody has a Choyla betoich Besai, their Menad, their Money to the Tzedakah of Rameyar Balanes, and specifically their Mespalel El and we delved into the subject, why what is uh, what is the connection between Rav Meir and Rafua? Why do we specifically give Tzedakah to Ilanishmas Rab if there's a beisai, And we explained from Ravsiharshav Zidachav that most Hanoim hold uh we're not for the Miyot. And Roiv Goisim Lamisa, the Gemara tells us most uh, people who are beget their a don't survive However, Rav Meir is Choshesh for the miot. So in the world of Rav Meir, even a Goises has the possibility for refuah Shalema. In fact, if you look on page 9.11 in our Sefer, the monk and in Deverei in Oistess, he brings, he heard from Magidei M's in the name of Rav Sihash Mizidachav that there was a Choyla Masukan in Lavuv who got cured, and um... And this happened because they gave tzedakah le, for the kupa Rameir Balanes. And he said, Rav Re, Tsihar said, that a goises is besakana because Rav goises in Lamisa. L'mi, uh, but Rameir is choishesh for the miyat. So in the world of Rameir, even a choila mesukan is, uh, we, consider very possible the potential for Rafua and the potential for healing. So Pesach Sheni, which is a day from time immemorial set aside for prayers for the ill, this is another connection between Rav Meir and the 14th day of Iyar. And finally, in the Sefer of Rav Ilan Gozal, Ilan Reach, he brings an amazing idea. We know that Api Kabbalah, Pi Darizal. Darizal said not to give tzedakah at night, for kabbalistic reasons. A remez to this is from the Yushalmi and in Maisa, Rabbi Ploiny, he would give tzedakah at night, and Ashmedai got a hold of him. Okay. Now there's one exception to this rule when we do do give tzedakah at night, and that is Leil Pesach. We say van Dikveni ve'echal. Now the Mishnah tells us, Ein bein Pesach Rishon le Pesach Sheini, except for Pesach Sheini, Chometz umatza Imay bebayis. But that means regarding all other uh, aspects, Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni are identical. Which means, just like Pesach Rishon, we give Tzedakah at night, Pesach Sheni, we give Tzedakah at night also. Now one of the reasons why Pesach um, is the exception to the rule, and we give tzedakah even at night, is because we know the night of Pesach is Laila Kayoim Yoyer. It's the night that's lit up like the day. That is why we explain in our humble Sefer from on Pesach, Klael Yisrael Mitzrayim did Mila the night of Yitzis Mitzrayim. But you know how to do Mila at night. Milah at night is, is pasal. No, that night was kosher Lamilah because Laila Kayoim Yoyer. And that's the reason why the Torah says, Tell your son on that day. What do you mean that day? You don't say um, the Haggadah during the day. It says, Only in the night time. So why does it be? The answer is the night of the Seder is considered like the daytime. We once explained that's why. When the Seder comes, we make a Berchas HaToyrah, we say, Baruch HaMakayim, Baruch Hu, Baruch Hashanah Santana Lama Yisrael, the Shebole says that this is a form of Berchas HaToyrah. Since when do you make a Berchas HaToyrah at night... Uh, the Berchus you made in the day covers. But since it's a new calendar date, and it's already like the daytime, and we know if somebody's up the whole night, and then the day comes, it's a suffix, whether, whether they have to make Berchus HaToyrah. So in order to indicate, so they formulated a type of Berchus in the Haggadah, Shel, Pesach. Now, even though we refrain from Tzedakah at night, the night of Pesach Rishon, we give tzedakah, so too the night of Pesach Sheni. This is a night, another exception to the rule, where we give tzedakah, Le'iloi Nishmas, of course, Rav Meir Bal who we have tzedakah only in his merit. Now, even though we brought earlier the words of the Achroinim, that we don't know exactly when Rav Meir passed away, and we don't have a Makar Kadmine, for the Minog of celebrating Yodal at er but I found in the Sefer Nachlas Avois of Rabbi Yosef Masas, who writes, Rabbi the Shabbos I'm going to tell you about the Petira Rameir, and I found in an old manuscript, the of the Sefer Tal Oirois, in the name of a Medrash, Kadadomach Rameir BaAsia, Rameir died in Asia, Arba Osar beIr Havia, it was the 14th of ER, and it was Erev Shabbos. So here we have, um, a great Talmud Chacham who claims that he saw on a manuscript that a mayor, in fact, passed away on Yudalat ER. Now, we don't know how reliable this manuscript was and where he saw it, but nevertheless, if it is correct, we have found a Shoiresh for the Minog of Yisrael to be Kaivea Yudalat Iyar as Pesach Sheni. Now, if you look in the sefer Hilula de Tzadikaya, which is a collection of all the yard sites from Rav Ruven Margolis, he in fact brings that the fourteenth of Iyar is Yomah de Hilula of Reb Meir. Now, even though he writes in the sefer Lachekar Shemus Vnuma Talmud that there is no evidence that Rameer Balhanes is the Tana Reb Meir, and we wrote about this as well. Nevertheless, he does record Minog Yisrael to commemorate and celebrate the yard site of Reb Meir on. Um, Pesach Sheni, and even though we don't have a mesorahs Berurah, if this is the minog Yisrael, Hanach Lahemli Yisrael in enam neviim, bnei neviim him. So um, I humbly suggest that um, please take the opportunity, either go to your local svarim store or you could order online, RabbiDG.com, with free delivery, and you will see everything we learned today, Parak Lamed Aleph, Parak Lamed Beis, and in the back of the Sefer, we have this wonderful Piyot, written by Rav Masud, Abu Chatzera, and um, you, if you want to uh, hear a niggun for it, check out TorahAnytime.com, our previous Rameer event, and Be'ezus Hashem, this coming Sunday night, we hope to... Uh, Reveal a new nigun from my good friend, Ramasha Morgenstern, for a piyot written by none other than the Baba Sali on the great Tana Rameyer. So, until then, I wish everyone Bracha ve I want to thank Chazak, Rav Yaniv, and Rav Ilan, and my good friend Rav Rabbi, and I would like to thank Chickens for Shabbos for sponsoring tonight's event. Please, uh, take the opportunity, go to the Yad Eliezer website, uh, by contributing to the happiness and well-being of the families of the Rabeim of Kal Yisrael, certainly we will bring great Nachas Ruach to you will be giving Tzedakah, the great Mitzvah of Rameir, and B'Zechusoi, the shem should send to you and to all of your families, Bracha v'hatslacha Gezint, Nachas v'imalei Hashem, Kol Meshalois Libcha, the Libanu, the taiva. Have a great evening. Brachah v'hatzlacha. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.